They say that those who forget their history are condemned to repeat it. This is the History Lessons Podcast with certified financial planning practitioner Patrick Huey, author of History Lessons for the Modern Investor and your guide to financial wisdom in the past, present, and future. You ready? Good. Let's get historical. Historical? Indeed. This is the History Lessons Podcast for the week of July the 24th, 2023. Hashtag it. HL, the number four, T-M-I. If you're a modern investor seeking some historical perspective, my friends, you are once again in the right place. Because this week we're talking about crossing one off the list and revolutionary perfection. But first, the news. Last week's data was fairly tepid, with new housing starts declining a bit in June following a surge in May. Existing home sales also fell 3.3% in June. While the data have been choppy since the spring, they are characteristic of a bottoming. And a severe housing bust doesn't seem to be something markets need to worry about going forward. So that's one you can cross off the list for now. Meanwhile, industrial production fell 0.5% in June, falling for the second month in a row. It's no surprise that every major category contributed to the drop since manufacturing has been in a recession for several months at least. Finally, retail sales came in soft and missed expectations. They're up only 0.2% for the month overall. Retail sales are up 1.5% over the last year, clearly lagging inflation. But so-called core sales, which exclude the most volatile categories of autos, building materials, and gas stations, rose 0.5% in June and are up 4.6% from a year ago. These categories are considered important measures for estimating GDP. So while the news wasn't great last week, it wasn't a disaster either. And sometimes that's good enough. Next up, we'll charge the Wayback Machine and head back in time for this week's history lesson. But first, this word from our sponsor. Interest rates are rising, and your annuity purchased in the last decade might not be keeping up, which means your financial plan may be falling behind. So if you own a deferred annuity, fixed, indexed, or variable worth more than $250,000, now is the time to review it and make sure it is doing all that it can for you and your financial plan. Let us help you keep your retirement on track. Introducing Victory Independent Planning. VIP turns complex financial matters into clear and confident solutions. So you can relax and enjoy retirement whenever it arrives. Get the annuity review kit now. This complimentary kit includes a variety of checklists, resources, and eBooks to review the fees, features, and flexibility, or lack thereof, in your current annuity contract. It will even help you assess your overall investment goals and the people who are offering you advice. Get the kit today, because you can't teach an old annuity new tricks. To learn how VIP can help you review your annuity, 
click on the link in the show notes or go to victoryindependentplanning.com slash annuity dash review. That's victoryindependentplanning.com slash annuity dash review. Sign up for peace of mind today. Alexa, charge the Wayback Machine and set it for the year 1794. Charging Wayback Machine. On July 28, 1794, Maximilien Francois Marie Isidore de Robespierre, a major leader of the Reign of Terror, goes to the guillotine in Paris. Robespierre, a lawyer and politician, was elected as a representative to the Estates General in 1789. He was a member of the National Constituent Assembly, where he pushed for social reforms, including the abolition of nobility and feudal privileges. He was known for his uncompromising stance against the monarchy and aristocracy. Robespierre was instrumental in the downfall of the monarchy during the French Revolution and continued to campaign for universal male suffrage and an end to slavery. Robespierre was a vocal supporter of the king's execution and played a part in the trial. King Louis XVI was executed by guillotine in January 1793, marking a turning point in the revolution. And afterward, Robespierre was single-mindedly obsessed with creating a perfect republic. Under his leadership, thousands of perceived enemies of of the revolution, including many nobles and political opponents, were executed. Unfortunately, he remained unaware of both the human costs of his bloody efforts and the political forces that were uniting against him. His beheading was met with long cheers lasting for many minutes along the Place de Révolution. He was 36 years old. Listen, striving mindlessly for perfection while often seen as a noble pursuit can lead to its own issues and challenges. Here are 10 lessons for investors to keep in mind so they can keep their heads and avoid paying the price for constantly seeking perfection. Number one, attainable goal. Perfection is an ideal that is virtually impossible to to achieve. It sets an impossibly high standard leading to frustration and disappointment when it cannot be reached. Number two, paralysis by analysis. Pursuit of perfection can lead to overthinking and excessive attention to detail, causing delays and hindering progress. It may even prevent individuals from taking action due to fear of making mistakes. Number three, mental and emotional strain. Pressure to be perfect can lead to stress, anxiety, and burnout. Constantly striving for flawlessness can have negative side effects on mental health and overall well-being. Number four, diminished creativity. That fear of failure associated with seeking perfection can stifle creativity and innovation. Taking risks and exploring new ideas becomes challenging when the focus is solely on avoiding mistakes. Number five, time-consuming. Striving for perfection often requires investing excessive time and resources, which may not be practical or efficient, especially in time-sensitive situations. Number six, impact on relationships. Perfectionists may have unrealistic expectations for themselves and others, leading to strained relationships and a lack of understanding or empathy for others' imperfections. Number seven, reduced productivity. Perfectionists tend to be overly critical of their work, leading to constant revisions and adjustments. And this can lead to decreased productivity and efficiency. Number eight, missed opportunities. The pursuit of perfection may cause individuals to pass up on opportunities that seem less than ideal, even if they could be beneficial and or fulfilling. Number nine, 
unrealistic self-image. Perfectionists often tie their self-worth to their achievements or their net worth, leading to a fragile self-esteem that fluctuates based on how they perceive their performance. And number 10, incomplete experiences. Constantly striving for perfection can prevent individuals from enjoying the journey or appreciating the accomplishments as they focus always on what can be improved rather than what's been achieved. Listen, it's essential to recognize that perfection is an abstract concept, especially for investors. And that embracing imperfection can lead to personal growth, greater, greater adaptability, and more meaningful experiences in life for men and women in general, and investors in particular. Wayback Machine disengaged, returning to the year 2023. Finally, this week, it's on to the mailbag. You've got mail. This message came in from LinkedIn, and it's from Jason. And he wrote, nice haiku last week. Thanks. How about some limericks? Can you handle it? Of course I can. Let's try this one out for size. There once was a man named Bernanke who saw the economy turn cranky. He lowered the rates and saved large estates for the bankers amidst their hanky-panky. He, he turned over the job to Powell, who left the rates low and no one howled. And amidst a contagion, while spending was a raging, that monster inflation started growling. Now in the Fed's halls, they decree change. Higher rates, they seek to arrange. They rise them up high with a cautious, sly eye. And the markets trade in a new range. Okay, that's it for this week. Stay tuned for more poetry and other stuff for the modern investor, if that's your thing. Obviously, we take requests. Well, my fellow historians, that is all for this week. Check out my book, History Lessons for the Modern Investor. It's available on Amazon.com. And if you've already read it, be sure to leave your five-star rating. And be sure to do all the social stuff, liking, sharing, following, all of those things. We're available on Substack, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So pretty much wherever you get your pods, you can follow us. And keep sending me those messages for the mailbag. Until next week, when we'll take another rollicking romp through the past and make an investment in your financial future with history lessons for the modern investor. See you next week. <laughs>